Welcome back to ADAC, Average Dudes Answering Questions, where this week Jacob will not be able to make it because he had previous engagements. With that being said, I figured I would take this opportunity to answer some of the questions that uh, some of our listeners have sent in. We'll pull those up real quick. Perfect. So the first question, we'll just jump right into it. You have been kidnapped. The last person you saw on TV is coming to rescue you. How do you feel? <laughs> um, <laughs> at the last the last TV show that I watched was this uh, Sasquatch documentary <laughs> where this <laughs> this dude he, he spent like all of his time in the in the wild. He he got some allegedly like super high quality HD <laughs> videos of of like Sasquatches and Bigfoot and stuff. And I was watching it with my wife, but this dude is like, like eccentric. He spends way too much time out in the woods. <laughs> you can, you can tell he's clearly out of touch. But like in in the documentary, he has like uh, these sequences where he's playing like this badass music or whatever. <laughs> he's just like running around in the forest, <laughs> trying to get. I I don't know what he's trying to do, but you know I honestly. When I was watching it, he he was like the best tracker I've ever seen. He was like pointing out things that I would never have noticed. But once he started pointing it out, I was like, huh, you know, that's that's really interesting. <laughs> but like if it was in the forest, I'd, I'd probably. I don't know how I'd feel. I, I think that I would just be ready to die, <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> because the. Yeah, I don't think that he. I don't think that he's equipped mentally to deal with people because he's always away from people. <laughs> um, if we if we were to go off off the last show I watched before that, I was watching One Punch Man. Um, if One Punch Man was coming to save me, I think I would I would feel like I was going to be okay. The next question we have. If you had the opportunity to go back and live a Stone Age lifestyle, would you? Why or why not? Um, this one's really tough, really kind of a tricky question for me. Um, I, I feel like really drawn towards the Stone Age era as far as like my interest um, in history. If I was to pick like an era that I'm more interested in than others it would probably be you know paleolithic stone age um the that kind of an era just because we don't really know like we we know so little about it you know we uh there's a lot of scientists out there that will sit there and tell you that we know so much about you know all these uh stone age monoliths these uh, Stone Age civilizations, but the truth is, you know, I've I've actually dived down this rabbit hole, rabbit hole quite a bit, and we we really know nothing. I mean, there's 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 evidence to suggest that, like the, for example, the Great Sphinx in Egypt is th thousands of years older than they originally thought, based off of water erosion. Um, you know, we found arrowheads and human sites that date back to like 45,000 years. That that's a long ass time, you know. And um before that they were saying for sure, without a doubt, the Clovis people were first, which is like the first civilization that they've coined, you know, based off of how they chip their 
their spearheads, their arrowheads, and what have you. They call them the Clovis people. They they have there's a literal dogma in in like the the scientific community called the Clovis first dogma, and they just said you know about twelve to fifteen thousand years ago, that's the earliest humans, cut and dry, book shut, which is bullshit because how can you have the Clovis first and um and then find sites that are 45,000 years old. It just doesn't make sense. It's 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 dog shit. You know, these people are clearly just trying to hang on to their tenure. But that being said, you know, it, it to answer the question just to, you know, it depends on a few things like if I had to just sacrifice all modern commodities and comforts and things like that and just go back and permanently live that, I'm going to have to say no, hands down. If I had the opportunity to kind of go back and experience it and see what it was like and then come back, I I think I would go for it. Like if I could go back for like a month of time and just kind of live a Stone Age life and just kind of see what day-to-day life was like and just get like a, a hands-on perspective. I think that would be really interested in doing that. J- just again, simply because I am very drawn to that to that era um, as far as history goes. I love it. Um, yeah, way more than, you know, like anything. Like I think as far back or like the most modern era I'm really interested in is probably maybe up to like the civil war era, but maybe world war two a little bit, but you know, that's, that's kind of where it drops off for me. But like, yeah, stone age, I want to know everything. Uh, <laughs> um, like, you know, end of the younger dry age or the, the, the younger dryas, which is the last ice age. I want to know what happened to there. You know, all the animals went extinct, like the megafauna in North America. People really don't know exactly what happened. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm really interested in that. So I'd say that's kind of the the conditions that I would have to have to do that. Question number three: If you could only eat and drink one healthy thing and one unhealthy thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, you know, I didn't really look too much at these because I don't like to, like, have scripted answers or anything. So off the top of my head, if I could eat, if I could only eat, like, one healthy thing, you know, that's kind of subjective as far as, like, health goes. Everybody tells you, like, different things. Um, I think, like, the healthy thing, I would probably choose salads <laughs> just because there's, like, you know, there's so many different types of salads, different dressings that you could try, and I genuinely kind of like salads, so that's probably what I would choose. Um, um, what the unhealthy thing? I probably have to go with burritos. I'm a huge slut for burritos. Honestly, there's this restaurant pretty close to me <laughs> that makes these big ass burritos that are, I want to say, like. 10 inches long and I don't know, maybe, you know, uh, let's just say five inches wide. They're huge. 
I, I'm like whenever I get one, it's the steak and egg breakfast burrito. Doesn't matter what time uh, what time of day. I, I love me some steak and egg breakfast burritos. They're huge. They're yeah, but same kind of a thing. You know, you can make a lot of different types of burritos. Yeah, you know, fish burritos, steak burritos, breakfast burritos, spicy, even like those nasty sounding sushi burritos. You know, if you're listening and you like those, uh, you disgust me. <laughs> they look like sushi. Sushi's good, okay? I like sushi. But like in small bites, it's great. But. There's just something about, like, a burrito full of sushi shit that makes me want to just gag. And, you know, if if you've tried that and you like it, I guess more power to you. But keep that shit away from me. Um, as far as a drink, uh, the healthy one, water. I, again, I'm also a huge slut for water. Okay? I love water. Cold water. I don't like warm water. I, I, I'm the kind of guy that has to have like five scoops of ice in my water. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just it hits it hits the sweet spot. Unhealthy, probably soda. You know, I, I like soda. Um, I don't drink a ton of it. But when I do drink it, I do drink a ton of it. I go through these phases where I'm, I'll, I'll drink like no soda for months. And then I'll come back and... I'll drink like a two liter in two days. It just depends. <laughs> but yeah, probably water and soda would be the, the healthy and unhealthy drink. Next question. Ooh, this one's this one's good. What normal thing do that people do do you find weird or awkward? This one's gonna come with a whole bunch of stories. Um <laughs> pooping in public. I don't get it. I, I am very uncomfortable with the idea of pooping in public. I, I, I hate doing it. I hate the idea of it. And it all started back in, I think, I think fourth grade or, or third grade. Maybe even before that. I don't know. Um, you know what? I, I think I'm actually going to save this one. I'm going to save this one for when Jacob is back because this, I've got a lot of stories about this, like this one specific thing. Pooping in public. <laughs> I'm going to table this for another episode. Uh, coming soon. Probably the next episode. You know, We'll start off with that, and then we're going to move into a little bit probably more serious subject because we haven't really covered any serious stuff yet. Um, but we're going to start off with something pretty light. Um, but yeah, pooping in public. That's my answer. Stories to come. <laughs> what fictional character is amazing in their book, their TV show, their movie, but would be insufferable if you had to deal with them in a mundane, everyday um, setting? That's a great question. Um, I, I want to say probably Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. If you, if, you were, if you were like friends with Sherlock Holmes, first of all, he's like a cocaine addict, I think. So... And he just kind of treats Watson like shit. Like his best friend. He treats his best friend like shit. And he's like always so <laughs> like matter of fact about like how he's right. Like, okay, yeah, dude, we get it. You're right. But you don't have to be an asshole about it. Like <laughs> nobody likes that. <laughs> nobody likes it when you're when you're right and you know it. And you just kind of like 
rub it in people's face and, and are kind of a dick about it. Um, another one that kind of comes to mind. Uh, oh, I just kind of lost it. <laughs> if we're thinking that, let's just say um, the last thing I watched recently with kind of an asshole character in it was like My Hero Academia. I don't know if anybody watches that who listens to this. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a bunch of a-holes in that one. Like the, we've, we brought this guy up before Manetta, just a character from that show. Um, I would, I would, I would murder him. Next question. Would you rather the aliens that make first contact be robotic or organic and why? So this one, absolutely, probably organic, um, probably you know just because organic creatures they 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 have feelings um you know we there's more potential that we could appeal to their emotional side you know obviously you know obviously if 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 there's aliens coming here we're not going to be able to appeal to their humanity right it'd be like total culture shock there you know there who's to say that Aliens that come here are going to follow any kind of our same moral code, right? Um, they could just show up here and, and look at us like livestock, for all we know. You know, there there's no guarantee that aliens showing up on this planet are going to be nice and helpful. Um, I mean, I guess if you look at some of like the recent government stuff if you look at if you've spent any time researching in the ufo community at all um you know i have various interests i've dived into science history you know and then once i kind of got through like all that you know standard bullshit dove into the more weird side of things uh cryptid so you know i i have a lot of random facts laying around in my head but if you look if you look around at some of the encounter or the alleged encounter encounters of um, aliens and stuff. There is some evidence to suggest that maybe some of them might be nice, but who's to say? You know, as far as like a robotic life form goes, that would scare the shit out of me. Um, like if 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 there was a robot and it had no feelings, and it and it had already decided to come here and wipe us out then, you know, there, there'd be pr- virtually no chance that we could, like, appeal to them or, and say, hey, like, don't kill us. Um, like, I would almost rather be eaten alive by an, an organic alien because at least I would know at that point why I was being killed. Um, you know, obviously they're hungry. They're showing up to essentially harvest us right but I, I i would get that but if like a robot showed up and just started like killing us i'd be like you know what what the hell <laughs> like why are we being slaughtered <laughs> uh there's there's no reason for that um you know i guess if if we take a look at our history and how kind of destructive mankind is to ourselves if robots showed up that would probably be the main reason i would think they would kill us is is um how destructive we are to ourselves and you know we we fairly recently 
um, come up with the technology to destroy ourselves. Um, and, you know, once we came up with, with that power of the nuclear bomb, that's when all these sightings became more common. Like, that's when Roswell happened. That's when, you know, the sightings really started picking up. Einstein had this theory of uh, something called quantum entanglement. Um, it, it's, it's way more complicated than this, but essentially what it means is that, you know, it, there's if for every atom that's, say, for example, in this little corner of the universe where we are on Earth, there's another atom somewhere else in, in the cosmos, in the universe, wherever, that's kind of like tied up to that one. You know, there's like an, basically almost like an, invis an invisible string. So the theory is that I've heard and, you know, if Einstein was right, which he's, you know, Einstein was, there's no, there is no arguing that Einstein was a genius. If he's right, which he's, he was, you know, pretty, <laughs> he has a pretty good track record of being right then whenever we've detonated nuclear weapons and split atoms and exploded nuclear bombs, then essentially somewhere else on the other side of the universe, another atom was split. Which, you know, who's to say, you know, obviously here we, we've tr we tried before we understood like things like nuclear fallout, radiation, things like that. They tried to do it in quote-unquote safe areas you know, like out in Nevada above ground or um, below ground as well um, but who's to say that you know when we've detonated those in a quote-unquote safe spot here on earth that it didn't blow up in the middle of a city or another thing that could have happened it could have blown up on someone's spaceship right they're flying through space it explodes Nuclear bomb, boom, everybody's dead. Then they're thinking, you know, what the hell happened? Do some investigating, find out a nuclear ad or a nuclear bomb went off, then atoms split. And then all of a sudden, you know, a few years later, sightings of aliens start happening. We have Roswell, where the aliens crashed allegedly the the air force splits off from the navy creates its own you know once roswell happened creates its own division um as far as the military goes um and then you know kind of the the government works towards stigmatizing these sightings of aliens and making it so that Anybody who talks about them is seen as a kook. Um, just making it really difficult for any real, like, journalistic coverage of this and um, potentially back engineering craft. Um, if you look at some of the, some of the sightings of this, uh, of this phenomenon, um, it, they're, they're seen a lot around you know, within relatively close proximity of Air Force bases, which leads me anyway to believe that 
you know, the government has either back engineered these crafts and, and, um, are just using ones that they've found or they've, you know, I, I don't see a situation where they haven't kind of back engineered things, but, um, maybe they are starting to create their own, uh, of these, of these crafts. Um, and they're, that's why people are seeing so many of them is because they're now being produced by the military. Um, there's a lot of different conspiracy theories about this. I'm not really going to get into it. <laughs> you know, this episode is going to be a relatively short episode. Um, probably about half the length, about 30 minutes or so. Um, don't really got the time to go into it. But, you know, there's there's definitely some some things that have been said in the past that really lead me to kind of believe some of the conspiracies. You know, obviously there's... There's crazy people out there. I don't. I don't believe everything I hear. But you know, the, recently the the military has released, um, like gun camera footage, of UFOs or they call them UAP now, unidentified aerial phenomenon. But like the actual Pentagon has released footage showing the, these phenomenon, saying yeah, these are real. We don't know what these are, and nobody cared. <laughs> they released this footage, and nobody gave a shit. Um. Which is wild. So they're, they're essentially admitting, hey, you know, there's crafts that are flying around. We've talked to other governments. They don't know what they are. And nobody cares. So, you know, if I was to claim the aliens were real, I have at least some official evidence to back me up, which I'm not necessarily doing that. Um, but there are unidentified flying crafts in, in the atmosphere. And, you know, uh, who's to say whether, you know, there's no way for us to know whether they're organic or robotic, I would rather them be organic, though. Hope that answers your question, listener. <laughs> but that that's kind of where I'm at with that. Next question. Would you rather be an average person in the present or a king of a large country 2,500 years ago? This one, this one's weird. <laughs> uh... Again, you know, I wouldn't want to give up modern commodities. I mean, just just put yourself in this situation. Even if you were a king back in those days, I mean, if you get sick, they're going to cut you open and let your blood drain out and they put maggots on in, in your blood. <laughs> like, the, the medicine back then was horrible. Like, if you, if you even like a kidney stone could, could fucking kill you back then. Uh, which is wild um, to think about how far modern medicine has come. Uh, like like the, geez, even, even the common cold could kill you without, you know, modern medicine and things. Uh, not only that, but, I mean, like the, the internet, that's huge. I mean, without the internet, n the listeners wouldn't even be able to hear me talking right now. Um one of my good friends lives all the way across the country from me, and we, we would have never even met without the internet, right? So, I mean, that's huge. Air conditioning. Oh, man, air conditioning is the best thing <laughs> to ever happen. <laughs> I, I, would, I don't think I, I would want to ever live without air conditioning. That's, that's huge for me. Jeez, um, there's like everything. Uh, you know, my bed's softer. Uh, my car, I wouldn't even be able to like go. You'd be traveled. You're uh, you'd be stuck to traveling within the same geographic area. You would never leave 
anywhere. Like you, you would never go anywhere. If I wanted to go to Hawaii, I probably wouldn't even know Hawaii existed. Um, ice. You know, you only get ice in the winter. As I said earlier, I am the kind of guy who loves to um, have a ton of ice in my drink. But, if, I mean, if we reverse the situation, um, if a king 2,500 years ago, knowing that he would give up all of his power and um, his, his rule of this um, fairly large country moving, you know, 2,500 years into the future, would he want to do that knowing what's in store? Like the internet, cars, humans can fly now, you know, modern medicine. People are living to be in their 90s sometimes, you know, into 100. Um, people have survived getting cancer. People have survived, you know, going through hell. I mean, there's people who have been completely, like their bodily trauma was just so intense that they're like back if that if that would have happened 2500 years ago they would have been dead so i mean i i don't know um you know 2500 years ago kings tended to believe that they had a divine right to rule i'm not sure if they would give that up so easily but you know uh, we live in a time that's pretty awesome i mean if we look at it on like if we look at the whole scale of human history we uh, supposedly, this is what they they they've told us in like history books on the internet research I've done. But you know, supposedly we're living in the most peaceful time overall in U.S. history, or or not U.S. history, world history. Um, I don't even want to get into the U.S. as far as politics goes. But you know, in, in human history, we're living in a fairly peaceful time. You know, it's very prosperous. Um, most people have have a have a pretty decent life. Um, you know, there's obviously people that can't get food, they can't get medicine, and that that sucks balls. I mean, we, we you'd think that after everything that we've gone through as a species, we would we would be you know wanting to take some of those resources that we have in excess and, and give them out, um, but you know that kind of opens up a new can of worms of you know nationalism and we got to take care of our own. Most people, when it comes down to it, if if it's a choice between you know feeding their family and making sure their family is taken care of, even if even if like saying like, hey, I want to make sure my family's taken care of for the next five years. If they have so much extra, if they know they're going to be taken care of for the next five years, obviously they're probably not going to, you know, the average person isn't going to want to give up their excess and, and give it to a complete stranger on the other side of the world. The, the, those other people on the other side of the world might as well not, not even exist to most people. Just because of the way humans are you know we we started out as tribal groups living within our family you know if if we brought in outsiders it was typically by marriage or by mating you know having a family with that person and then at that point their family joined and, and we made small communities um so we're very family based we're very uh group based we, we really you know are selfish creatures 
you know, and, and that's just kind of like animalistic behavior, right? So like every animal out there is, is, is out to survive for themselves and, and provide for their, essentially their offspring or their, their loved ones. Um, so I kind of understand, but you know, at the same time, it, it would be nice if, if we could provide for other people. But again, we have to keep in mind, we got to provide for our families as well. So that's kind of where mine's at. My mind's at, um, I, I, I went off on a huge tangent from that, <laughs> but, uh, I guess that what, what circling back, uh, would a King want to come to this time knowing what's in store, but giving up his essentially like godhood. Something to think about. I wouldn't know. Um, but I would rather be a, an average dude doing a podcast in the present than a king 2,500 years ago. Next question. Would you rather be forced <laughs> to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along <laughs> to any song you heard. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I, I think I would rather be forced to sing along. <laughs> that, that, that was just silly. That was a silly question. <laughs> I, I would rather, I'd rather sing along. Um, but like being, cause being forced to dance every time I heard a song would just be exhausting music is like a huge part of society. And so I would just be tired. I think because music is in like ads, it's on the radio. Like you could be walking down the street and you hear, hear us like hear music and like someone driving by in their car or something. And then you just <laughs> start, like, start dancing. Uh, you just be completely exhausted all the time. I think, but being, I, I like to sing. Um, I've, I've been in a couple bands. Uh, I was, I was a choir boy in, in high school. I I like to sing and I sing anyway. So I think that like being forced to sing along, it would turn, but then it would would, probably just turn something that I like to do into, (laughs) into like a curse. Oh man. Now that I think about it, it's not as silly. It's a, that's a shitty choice for me anyway, for a guy like me who loves music. Uh, I think I would still have to go with the singing along. Um, I don't know if anybody listening has ever heard of that dance plague. I I don't remember what it like what year it was. I'll, I'll Google it while I'm talking. But um, it, like there was this. It's it's an actual documented occurrence in history. Oh, it, it it's in uh, 1518. Um, basically like these, these people in, um, I think it's, yeah, it's, uh, modern day France. They, they, uh, they, they just started dancing. Like it started with one guy and he just basically danced until he died. Um, and then it just like a bunch of people <laughs> started dancing until they died and they don't know <laughs> what the hell happened to these people. Uh, they think it was like a, a case of, uh, mass hysteria um but these people supposedly just could not stop dancing and they danced until they died of exhaustion which is crazy um and that kind of you know that kind of fits in uh but yeah 1518 
the they call it the the dancing plague or the dance epidemic of 1518. Um, I would definitely, if you have never heard of this event, take a look into it. It's it's super super interesting. It's really weird. Um, it's just one of those weird things in history that that just kind of happened that we have to look back and be like, you know, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> interesting to think about. Um, but that's pretty much all I have as far as questions that were sent in by listeners. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed our previous episodes, um, if you want to answer a question from this episode, let us know at ADAQ podcast on Twitter. Um, we'd love to ha- answer any additional questions that you guys want to send over. Um, but we, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sending in questions. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever. <laughs>